Welcome back to the Last Man Podcast, where we are bringing authentic masculinity back, real manhood. We're bringing it back. Man up. That's right. Come on. I'm here with my co-hosts. We're all back together. My father, Mr. Marcus Wright. Good morning. Keith Golightly. Feels good to be here. Yeah. That's good. You guys having a good day? Great. What yep. time is it? It's 8.40 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. I slept asleep. longer than you. Yeah. I fell asleep <laughs> at, what, 4.30 man just having a good conversation and it just kept going <laughs> yeah i love that um i'm really happy that you guys are here you know it's funny um my dad will literally just be walking around and go keith go lightly <laughs> Cause it's, fun, he, it's fun to say right yeah because he likes your last name yeah i, I told ronnie jones that <laughs> go lightly go lightly it's what man that my whole life has been jokes on that name dude. really makes jokes yeah i love it oh yeah it's cool yeah it's unique People, you know, memorize it, remember it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So, you guys have anything you want to just start out with? I have some questions, but yeah, anything that's been on your mind mm. as far as masculinity goes, things that you think our audience should know? I was thinking about mental health, just processing through um, the importance of that. Yeah. And when I thought about it, I was just thinking self-examination and how I do it, you know, how I check my mental health is I'm real with myself. And, um, because sometimes I'd be thinking I'm crazy. Mm -hmm. Honestly. (laughs) I think that too. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Um, just because like, um, the, the way that I, I see things, um, a lot of people don't see it the way that, that I see it not making me better or them better just makes me feel strange. So what I do to, to check that is I'll ask, I'll ask other people, you know, they you know, give me evaluation. Like for instance, I'll give you mm-hmm. for instance, uh, my mom is not doing well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she fell on her, she fell on her face, busted her face open a few times, a man. few times already. And, um, and I felt like, you know, just like what Keith just said, man, that that sucks. But I didn't feel like bad, sad. I'm like, what is wrong with you? This is your mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, and so I asked a, a group of pastors, I said, Hey, is something wrong with me? You know, I did a self-evaluation, um, but I want you to give me your honest opinion of, of what you think. Is it harsh that I didn't feel anything? Mm-hmm. Is it callous? Uh, mm-hmm. What do you guys think? So I asked about six, six different leaders. And uh, one, one pastor said, um, hey, I, I get it. Um, your mom's in another state. My mom's in another state. My sister takes care of her. Um, and I'm kind of removed. Um, he said, I don't think it, it's callous or um, harsh. He said, maybe the distance mm-hmm. is, is why you maybe feel like that. But um, you love your mom, right? I'm like, of course. He said, yeah. So, I mean. That's what it is. And and the other kind of disagreed with him. And then one pastor said, he said, but, um, that is your mom. I think you should, you should have some kind of concern. I'm like, well, I mean, I have concern. And what I, what I said in the moment, whenever I was talking to my sister, after she told me what happened, I said, Hey, so, um, tell me what happened. What are you going to do next? And how can I help? Mm -hmm. So just, you know, that, that's, that's a small example, but that kind of stuff happens 
a lot because when people go through things, I think it, I'm, I'm at peace. After, after talking to several different people, I just come to the conclusion. I just live in peace. Yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. Mental health. That's good. Mental health. Yeah. It's important. How do you, so like if you're in, if you're trying to cultivate physical health, you go to the gym. Mm-hmm. How do you cultivate mental health? I think don't try to bottle it up. Have the conversation with yourself, um, with the mm-hmm. Lord, and with others. You know, people that you trust, people that are you know going to give you some sound advice, um, and then mm-hmm. consider you know all the all the responses. That's good. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. So my first question is something that we've talked about before. Oh, let me talk into the mic. Um, I didn't give you guys any like prompts this time. We're just kind of hanging out. But the first question I have, and I ask a lot of people that I like, think that they'll have great answers. Some people that I think will have bad answers and they surprise me. What would you like to master? If you could master anything. And I mean absolutely anything what would you master mm-hmm. go ahead keith yeah yeah i'll go yeah uh because we yeah we, we've talked about this question quiche um man <clears throat> there's a lot of things i'd like to master one <laughs> there's one second <laughs> by the way my name is Keyshawn. i'm your host yeah <laughs> i'm your co-host keith <laughs> and keith. co-host marcus right okay, go ahead I, I always forget to introduce myself oh are you good um yeah, something I think a lot about, something I, I would love to master, uh, like among other things, of course, is uh, wisdom. Yeah. Like, and not just being wise, but being witty and wisdom. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people that I look up to, a lot of spiritual, Christian, very godly men uh, that I look up to, uh, they're just very witty and wisdom. Like you can, you can ask a question and they just immediately turn around with a great answer. Mm-hmm. whether it's like from experience or from the Bible, from maybe a Christian book they were reading. Um, yeah, that's that's a lot of the reason why I study and read as much as I do, not to just fill my head, right? Of mm-hmm. course, I want to fill my heart, but but not kind of like what you said, Marcus, not bottling things in me, but mm-hmm. but filling myself up so that I can be an overflowing person to someone else. That's you good. Know? I love yeah. it. Yeah, being a waterfall, I guess you could say. And we know um, like as Christians – we believe that the Bible is a source of wisdom. Yeah. Right. But even in the Bible, it says that anyone who wants wisdom can get it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's true. Like that's proven over time just in, in different cultures and religions. These people, they, they find wisdom. We don't believe it's the full wisdom because mm-hmm. the beginning of wisdom is fear in the Lord. But, you yeah. know, I'm thinking out loud. I think those people that are truly wise in those other religions and um, cultures around the world, they do have a fear of the Lord. They just don't understand it. Mm-hmm. 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 So I do think they're on, they do at least find the beginning and most people don't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, that's a good one. Master wisdom. What about you, Daddy? Yeah. So for me, and I was actually just reading this today, it's love. Like I have a desire to truly love the unlovable uh, my enemies and not something that I'm like struggling to do. Like it's, it's easy. It's not, it's, it's not even a thought. It's it's just like breathing. You know, you don't think about it. Mm-hmm. First just, nature. Yeah. You just, you just do it. 
And um, I think that's how, how we can change our environment. I've, I've had uh, people, I remember this one lady, she could not stand me. I don't know why I didn't do anything to her, didn't really know her personally. We worked together. And, uh, and I just, when, after she told me off, I kind of processed it through in my mind. I'm like 24 years old. I'm 44 now, 45 now. So that's, you know, over 20 years. And, um, and I went out and I said, Hey, did I do something to you? Like, cause if I did, like, I, I want to, you know, rectify the situation. Like what, what can we do or what can I do? And most people, if someone tells them off, like they want to just attack back. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that prolongs or keeps us from loving, loving people. And my desire is that we all get along truly. Mm-hmm. And I think by loving, um, unconditionally, no conditions, like you don't have to do anything to get it. Yeah. I'm gonna give it to you just, just because it's right. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, that's good. I, I have another one. If I can add one. Good. Um, <laughs> uh, it just, this one just came to mind when I was listening. Um, something, another thing I would love to master is, uh, I'm going to call it this capturing the wonder, mm. capturing the wonder. So meaning that, you know, God is obviously very, uh, you know, he has a lot of majesty. He's wonderful. He's beautiful, you know? And, uh, when we walk with God, sometimes it's easy <clears throat> to just kind of forget how amazing and incredible he is. And so I was listening to, um, a sermon actually from a friend of mine back in college and he was talking about this. He was talking about what it means to, to really capture the wonder of God. And he defined wonder as this. He says, he says, wonder is this, the position of the mind that enchants the emotion without surrendering reason. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, that's great. That's so good. <laughs> you know, cause sometimes we enchant the emotion by abandoning reason, but with God, that's not the case. Like we, it, it incorporates both it. It's, it's, um, it's like practical and conceptual all at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, and walking that out practically and, and letting that transform you from the inside out. That's, that's one thing I would want to master as well. Have you ever been to the grand Canyon? Either one of you? Oh yeah. You know? I've, I've been in it. Wonderful. Yeah. It yeah. Is. Like it, it just seemed like, cause if you go to the beach and you see the ocean, the ocean is the biggest thing. Like there's not <laughs> on earth. There ain't nothing as big as the ocean. Yeah. Period. 70% ocean. But like the thing is when you're on the ocean, it's just this flat thing. Yeah. It's like a flat desert basically. Mm-hmm. And you can't really wrap your mind around how deep, you know, and how wide it is. Yeah. yeah. When you're in the grand Canyon, even though it's not as big because of the perspective that you have, it's like the ocean without the water. Yeah. And it just gives you this like, I am tiny, like feeling, oh, dude. you know yeah. what I mean? Like when you see, I've been, we've been on the ocean. You've been mm-hmm. on the ocean before, mm-hmm. Keith. Um, we're on this boat and it doesn't really feel, it doesn't really feel like the, the water's endless, yeah. you know? Like we, we were on the shore and we went this many hours out mm-hmm. and like, yeah, you can't see anything in any direction, but you can feel that like, okay, we're only this many miles. Like you can feel it. Yeah. I feel like when you're in the Grand Canyon, you don't get that feeling. You're on the edge of it and it's just like, whoa, that looks like it could just go forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like I remember um I was driving across the country just to to do it. And I get to the Grand Canyon and it's after this is after like hiking all day the day before. I fell down like a side of a mountain. I was tired, man. I got lost in the woods the day before. Like it was like a whole thing. I was mentally, emotionally tired, physically tired from driving. Um 
And I was like, you know what? Let me just press on and go see the Grand Canyon. And when I walked up to like the mouth, I was like, oh. Yeah. It literally took my breath away. And I didn't know anybody because I was by myself. I was looking at people like, yo, do you see this? <laughs> and like, I see, I like that quote that you said because it's like, it was so natural, the wonder. But I didn't lose any of like my faculties. Right. You know? Exactly. Like some people, it's like they get lost in it. I didn't get lost. Yeah. I was like found in it. Yeah. Come on. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, That's so good. I was made small in the best way. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I think that's why God made big things. Yeah. You aren't overwhelmed. You're overwhelmed. I was whelmed. Yeah. And like, so going back. <laughs> yeah. Wait. I was whelmed, yo. <laughs> not <laughs> under, overwhelmed. For real. <laughs> no, not even under. Not Yeah. Like yeah. I said, not even over. It was just like, I felt, I felt, mm. this is going to sound crazy. Let's hear it. All right. Let me use the right words because I don't even know. I felt inside my body. Mm. <laughs> like I felt like. I felt the limit of my body. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, you know how you're not a body, you live in your body. Mm -hmm. Right. I I could feel my body. Interesting. Like the, the limit of it. I know that sounds so weird, but it's like, wow, like I'm so tiny. Uh Mm Uh-huh. Like in the best way. I didn't feel like scared. I just felt like I felt whelmed. That's the only word. It's like, I, I, it's like you were sobered. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, you were, you, you were sober minded. Yeah. And, and going back to the wisdom piece, I had a friend tell me, say it like this once. He says, wisdom is the ability to simplify things. Yeah. Like taking concept mm-hmm. or sorry, complex things and simplifying it. Yeah. And so, yeah. So like things like the Grand Canyon or whatever, it, it brings us back to where we were designed to be. Mm-hmm. And it just, and it feels so simple yet very profound. It's really strange. No, that's great. But, um, yeah. Do you think that, do you think that um, you're wise? No, uh, no, you don't think so. You don't think you can do that thing that you just said? What are you talking about? Oh, simplify. Yeah. Oh, sure. Like practice it. Sure. I don't like to consider myself wise because the Bible says don't do that. <laughs> That's wisdom. But yeah, <laughs> it's, I think wisdom is like a paradox. It is. It's like yeah. You can be very, like people tell me I'm wise all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't feel it. Right. But to them I am. Yeah. But compared to where I want to go, I can feel the limitation of my wisdom. Yeah. Just like standing on the edge of the Grand Canyon. Like I have it, but I can feel the limitation of it. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I think that's awesome. When I heard you guys talking, something that kind of struck me was uh, a couple years back, I was like overwhelmed mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, severely to the point of, uh, I would say severe stress. And I called my uh, my boss because he's a man of God, he's a prayer warrior, and he's a very wise man. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm I'm tr- fighting back tears, talking to him about whatever was going on in that, that day. And he said, I'm going to send you something. I need you to watch it right now. And he sent me this passage. I don't remember his name, but he was preaching on space. Yeah, and like I've for 45 mm-hmm. minutes, he talked about how small we are. Um, and how the problems that we think we have, and I'm paraphrasing, obviously, mm-hmm. the problems we think we have aren't as big as we think they are. Mm-hmm. And after I watched that, like, I sat back and in wonder, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like, whoa, okay. In, in that video, is it the one where I, because I remember we watched a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Um, in that video, is it the one where he's, it's like starts with a picture of Earth? 
mm-hmm. and then it zooms out and it's like mm-hmm. our solar system. Have you seen yep. that video? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it and it keeps zooming out to where like they're talking about this this star the size of a galaxy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can't even Earth is not even not even the letters yeah. E A R T H are on the screen anymore because like this sun is so yeah. big. Yeah. And uh the guy goes, Do you feel small yet? <laughs> and he's like, Good. Yeah. Because your problem's even smaller than that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dang, that's good. And our that's God what... is bigger than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and the thing that, that got me is whenever he got so far out, there's these two galaxies and he named them and they're they're clapping. He said, even the, the, the universe galaxies praise him. Yeah. Isn't that wild? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. What? If I could master anything, it would be peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like I want to be fully at peace wherever I go. Yeah. And I think I'm not to say that I'm close. But let's say let's say 0 is having no peace mm-hmm. and 100 is being completely at peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say I'm like 50% there, but the I feel like the second 50 is going to be the hard 50. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Sure. Be- because like I'm already one of those people that like doesn't care. I don't really say that as much anymore as, as I used to. Like I don't care, I don't care cuz people told me they're like they're you're lying. And I'm like, how am I lying? I really don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like somebody will say something mean to me. I'm like, I don't care. Or where you want to go to dinner? I don't care. Or, you know, like just any question I could, I would say, I don't care. Mm-hmm. And I really believed that. But I think a better word would be I'm ambivalent. Mm-hmm. Like, would you rather have pizza or tacos? I'm ambivalent. Like either one sounds good. Yeah, neutral. Yeah. yeah. And um, whenever I said this to one of our friends, Thomas, he was like, um, I said I would masterpiece. He was like, "Man, you just sound like you'd be walking around not caring about anything." And I'm like, "That's not pretty. That's not far off from where I'm at now." But I want to get to the place where it's like everything's good, mm-hmm. every choice is good. Mm-hmm. I think that's oh. when you really entered into peace. Is like wow. everything is good with me. Yeah, content, contentment. Yeah. E- even right. past that, it is well. Right. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it is well with <laughs> my soul. Right, Let's like go. broke my arm. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> it is well. But and the reason is because I heard somebody say, um, "What was it?" It's like the story of the horse. Yeah, the boy, the man, and the horse. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about this? Or it's the man and his son. No. So mm-hmm. there's a man, and he had a son, and his son uh, lost the horse, and the horse like disappeared, ran away, and. They're like, oh no! The whole the whole village is like, oh no! You lost your horse, and he's like, they're like, that's so bad. He's like, we'll see. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, the horse came back and brought seven wild horses. That's good. And he's like, and they're like, this is so good. And he's like, we'll see. And the next day, his son broke his leg riding one of the wild horses, and everybody's like, oh no, this is terrible. And he's like, we'll see. And then the next day, the um. The military came to conscript everyone in the village, but his son didn't have to go. Yeah, because his leg was broken. And I heard an- another guy on a podcast say that story, and they were like, basically, any situation could be good or bad. Yeah. <laughs> so like, there's no reason to react one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And like, I want to go even past that. I want to yeah. go to like, your son broke his leg. This is good. I don't yeah. know how. And like, let me say this last thing. Like. No, I'm talking a lot, but whenever, um, whenever I crashed my car, um, a couple years ago, I just remember 
like hearing the voice of one of my mentors say, you got a new car. Like you can praise because you're going to get a new car. Yeah. And I'm like, dang, that's in the crash. Yeah. That's what the Lord was saying to me. You're going to get a new car. Boom. That's, that's peace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> you lost nothing. Mm-hmm. That's wise because <clears throat> oftentimes we characterize a circumstance when we enter the circumstance and we don't wait until it finds fulfillment in the end. Mm-hmm. Because that's when we should be able to characterize it, mm-hmm. you know, because God sees the other end of it. We don't. Man, that's good. Now I'm thinking about like the Last Supper, you know, like Jesus is with his disciples around this table and he's like, hey, guys, like I'm about to leave you. I'm about to literally die the next day. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm trying to help you understand some final things, things that you really need to understand before I leave. And of course, all the disciples are like mm-hmm. getting sad. And Peter's like, Jesus, I'll die with you, you know, and, and of course we all know how that ended up, but, um, like Jesus was, he had peace in that moment. Mm -hmm. He knew what was going to happen. He knew he was going to rise from the dead. Mm -hmm. He wasn't stressed out, worried, panicked, whatever the the disciples were. And they actually doubted him because of course no one was there when he rose. (laughs) Yeah. And so, yeah, that's, that's so good, man. I like that. Yeah. So that would be my thing that I would master. I want to, I want to say one more thing. Um, that I would love to master in its communication. Mm-hmm. I think um, I'm inspired by how Jesus knew what to say, when to say, to who to say, how much to say every yeah. single time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to be able to do that. Would you say <laughs> that Jesus was effective in his communication? Yes. Why? I would say he's effective because whether um, he, uh, someone changed or not, he deposited something good in them. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's really good. And yeah. he left, and he left them with the choice to do whatever they wanted to do with it, and gave them advice, mm-hmm. peace, and what to do. He's kind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm, that's good. So my next question is, um, what have you mastered? We've talked about this, Eddie. What do you think? I'm thinking now. Mm. Go to Keith. Let me keep thinking. Yeah, I'm just writing down. Um, First thing that comes to mind is uh, determination. Yeah, mastering determination. So in other words, I I thought about writing discipline down, but that's something I think all of us are growing in. But Determination in the sense that in my mind, if I see something that I want to get done or seeing something that needs to get done, I'll just go ahead and take steps and plan to get that thing done. I'm not going to procrastinate. Um, that's something I hate doing is procrastinating. Like I, if I do it, it's just like this itch in me and mm-hmm. I, I just can't do it. You know, it's, it feels like a violation in myself. <laughs> and so um, <clears throat> that would be one thing that, that I've mastered of course, can still trying to master, but we're trying to stay consistent in that, but not procrastinating, maintaining determination to get something done. Um, yeah. Um, I like that, Keith. That was good. Kind of reminded me of, um, I, I, I wouldn't say I fully mastered it, but like, I'm just not a quitter. I can't, I can't give up. I won't yeah. stop. <laughs> um, but the thing I would say I've I've mastered is probably fathering, um, at least at least my children, um, in 
the sense that I've learned them and learned how to communicate with them, which I, I do have some ways to go, but I think the evidence of where our relationship is at now lets me know that, man, you've, you've done something great um, in communicating with each of them differently because they all have different personalities. And um, yeah, I would say fathering. Hmm. I would say, wait, before we go, before I say what I've mastered, what, what brought you Keith to mastering that? Yeah. That determination. I'd, <laughs> I'd like to thank the military, my mm -hmm. military experience, but <clears throat> honestly, I think it's just something that's always been in me, mm -hmm. like a personality trait of mine almost. Um, I think what really motivates me, this might sound bad, I don't know, but so you did an episode on codes, like a man's code. Mm -hmm. One of my codes is presenting the opposite spirit. And so if I see someone who's lacking in a certain thing or kind of it has a shortcoming in something, I always kind of present myself with the opposite spirit. So if someone's upset at something, I'll try not to be upset at it. Or if someone's lazy in something, I'll try not to be lazy at it, you know? And so um, when I see someone who they, they have a dream, but no goals, they have a vision, but no steps, then that's what motivates me to be like, man, like, how can I be different in that regard? You mm. know, how can I be determined? How can I um, actually put into practice to reach a certain goal or a vision, whatever? So um, I, I think the way I was raised, my, my dad is very determined. Because I, he, my dad is the most hardworking man I know. Period. Mm -hmm. He's he's more hardworking than every soldier I've met in the military, any other man I've met. Um, like he he has the roughest hands I've ever seen, you know. <laughs> and so, um, seeing that is like, man, like he's really good at that, and and I want to follow uh, that example. So, um, and he he's as as I've been growing up, he's he's taught me how to do that, how to see something and and taking steps to get there. So that's good. What about you? Fathering, I think frustration and fear. Just frustrated at not doing it right. Mm -hmm. um, and the outcome that I was getting from <clears throat> your be you and your sister's behavior which is making me so frustrated. And then I was beating myself up for not being good enough. And then the fear of looking beyond um, to your teenage years, your young adult years, your grown up years you know, out the house. I was looking at that and I was like, I have to, um, I have to set them up and give them a chance. Um, yeah. So I have to change. And, and I prayed about it and the Lord, he said, you know, let me father through you. And it, and it took a lot of biting my tongue. Um, and, and giving you guys value, like understanding that you have value too. Uh, you have a voice, your opinion matters. All the opposite things when I was a kid that I got, cause <laughs> you know, we're seen, we're not heard, you know, I couldn't ask questions. Mm -hmm. So it was totally different than how I was brought up. Mm -hmm. But uh, the Lord showed me how to do it. But that's how I got there. 
Yeah, that's yeah. good. Can I say something else? So going back to determination, you, Marcus, what you said reminded me of this. So confession time. <laughs> uh, something that a shortcoming of mine is that I tend to be hard on myself. And I'm really good at not showing it. But um, there are times where I'm really hard on myself. And my wife sees it. My mom has definitely seen that in me growing up. And so, um, and, and it's, it's been something I've always struggled with my whole life growing up that if I, if I have a shortcoming, if I see that I'm not good at something, I tend to be hard on myself. And so I, I express that usually in frustration or, um, you know, I tend to be mad at myself or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's not like this extreme thing, but, and it's, it's weird because it's so subtle and I don't notice it, but people outside of me notice that, especially my wife, but. I think that's also what kind of helped me, uh, I guess, master this determination thing is, is that I know if I don't do it or do it well, then I'm run the risk of being hard on myself. <laughs> so mm -hmm. <laughs> something I'm working on, but, and the Lord's working on in me, but yeah. yeah. One, one thing I learned with, with that, that helped was just being patient with myself. Like, yeah, it, it, it doesn't happen overnight. Like it, it's, it's going to work out. And then speaking positivity, speaking life, I think that that helped because then it their their language changed. Yeah. So you can that's good. you can see it coming back, like, oh man, this this stuff does work. <laughs> I'm really tough on myself too. Um, I think that comes with being like wanting to be better all the time. Mm -hmm. Like I yes. I think a real man wants to be better all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But um what I do, I don't know if this can help you, but Every time I feel like I'm beating myself up, because you know when you're beating yourself up, mm -hmm. like right away. Um, every time I feel like I'm beating myself up, I think I've never been this old. <laughs> like mm -hmm. I've never, I've never done this day before. Mm -hmm. It's good, you know. Like I'm 25 and 11 months. Mm -hmm. and, you know, to birthday coming up. Yeah, my birthday coming up. It's like, <laughs> let's just say for round numbers, like I'm, I'm 25 and 11 months, and tomorrow I'll be 25 and 11 months in one day. And I've yeah. never been this old before. Never. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've never done this day before. I messed up in this day. And like, hopefully the next one is better than this one. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. good. And then um, the other thing I try to think about is if I can just increase 1% a day, mm -hmm. as far as like character goes, mm -hmm. every year I will have tripled my character development. Yeah. So whenever I get hard on myself, it's almost like whenever you're an athlete and um, all of us have played sports. When you're an athlete, you mess up. That's part of it. No one just gets on a dirt bike and they're the best rider ever. Mm -hmm. No one gets on the soccer field and they're the best player ever. You mess up and you get 1% better every day mm -hmm. until you're messy or whatever. Yeah. That's the way I think about it. Yeah. It reminds me of that, the weightlifting analogy we talked about mm -hmm. a while back where, you know, like think about a weightlifter. If they want to increase in weight, they're not going to slap on 45 pound plates every time every time you know yeah they, they increase in increments of like 2.5 pound plates or five pound plates and then over the course of a period maybe like three months down the road then they can slap on a 45 pound plate but mm -hmm. yeah so that's good like progress very slow progression mm -hmm. in strength yeah. and, and building yeah that's good um the thing that i have mastered i think i think about you know how you guys both said you've mastered something and you're like, I can still grow in it. It's like in Kung Fu Panda or any like Kung Fu movie yeah. where there's like masters and they're like the best, mm -hmm. but then they have a master. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, I think I've mastered 
the art of asking questions. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say yes to that. Yeah, like I think I think about these things all day. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, monks and like I, I whenever I think of a master, I think of kung fu, you know, just because of the way mm -hmm. we grew up in anime and stuff. And um, when I think of these monks and these masters, that's all they do. The reason they're a master is because it's all they do. They don't do yeah. anything else. Mm -hmm. They don't have jobs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like literally, yeah. like they work, you know, but their work is like, let me go in the rice field. I'm thinking of like Kung Fu. Like, mm -hmm. let me go in the, the rice field and work so that I can have rice and raise these chickens so that I can have chickens and eat the rice and eat the eggs and eat the chickens so that I can be a better fighter. Like that's literally, yeah, like, yeah. That's, you know what I mean? <laughs> And and that's what I do. I, I sit in my bed and I stare at the ceiling and I just ask myself questions. Mm -hmm. And I drive on the road and I'm like, won't even have music playing. And I'll just be asking myself questions. Mm -hmm. I feel like I go to the gym so I can ask myself questions. And I eat. These, <laughs> I feel that way. Yeah. And it all stems from, uh, like I asked y'all, like, where'd you get it from? It's one of my favorite stories to tell because it's just ridiculous. Mm. So... When I was a kid, I think I was probably what, five, six, right? Um, the uh, when, when I, the question I told you about, yeah, I was mm -hmm. probably five or six, and um, I remember I used to ask all the questions, like I said, it's Too natural many questions. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know how you said um, you like it just in you, mm -hmm. it just started in you like a personality trait. Yeah, I would ask all the questions. I'm just a curious person. Yeah, I've mastered curiosity or whatever, but asking the question, and um, I would go to my dad and be like. Daddy, daddy. <laughs> right, that was me. Daddy, daddy, why is the sky blue? Yeah. Daddy, daddy, why is, where's the wind come from? Why did you say that to mommy? Why is Jaquela doing this? Why am I short? Why are we brown? Why, you know, just just every question that you all can think questions. of just yeah. all day. Like, I think, Frustration. Remember I told you frustration with mm. fatherhood? <laughs> 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 there you go. Um... Yeah, but so I asked all these questions and then my dad was like frustrated. And now that I think back, I, I can understand why. Like he was 25, 26 and, and he had a six-year-old asking him all these questions. Mm -hmm. I got to work. <laughs> yeah, you grew a night shift. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, yeah. And so um, one day he was like, you get five questions. You get five. That's it. I don't want to hear no more. And so I would burn through them. You know, I'm five. I would be like, okay, why is the sky blue? Just why are trees green? Can I go to the bathroom? Can I have a snack? Where's mommy? That's five. <laughs> Don't mm -hmm. ask me for nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> and I would just be like, uh, uh, and I'd ask him a question. He'd be like, no, I already told you you get five. You already used them. Wait till tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Wait, wait mm -hmm. till tomorrow. I think I heard that so many times. Wait till tomorrow. <laughs> and so yeah. what it did was it cultivated in me this desire to refine my question. Mm -hmm. And not, not just like, not just how to ask it or what to ask, but who to ask. Mm -hmm. because I would be, I'd be in my room after like so many days of just burning through my questions and him being like, wait till tomorrow. I would sit in my room and like throw the ball to myself and just do whatever, be digging in the dirt, thinking about my questions. Mm. And I'm like, okay, I can ask mommy that question. She gives me unlimited. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like I'll, I'll ask yeah. her the ones that are trivial. Yeah. I can ask Pat that question. He's a mechanic. Uh huh. I can ask my grandpa that my other grandpa this question because he's a carpenter. Yeah. And then go to my dad and be like, "Daddy, Pastor Palmer said that sin separates us from God. Mm -hmm. How can something separate us from God?" 
And I just remember my dad being like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and so then, yeah. so then what my dad did is he connected me with Pastor Palmer. And he was like, I can't answer that question. Let's go, let's go find out together. Mm-hmm. And like, we would sit and just listen. Mm-hmm. And, and that in me has cultivated something that like, questions matter to me. Like they, mm-hmm. they matter. I, I take so much time to refine them. And like, mm-hmm. I think that's where wisdom comes from. Yes. I remember you asked, um, is Adam and Eve going to be in heaven? You were like five. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like I think back at some of the questions that I asked Pastor Palmer and they were like deep questions. Mm-hmm. And that's not a test. That's not like testament to me. That's yeah, like yeah. the Holy Spirit, you know, cultivating that. But like, that's something that I've mastered. I want, I want to do, yeah. I want to master that even more like mm-hmm. to where, to where I can ask the question, and then get the answer all at the same time. Yeah, just got so good at asking questions that like I'm I'm having the conversations within myself mm-hmm. and with the Lord, and then boom, it just drops. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, it's good because yeah, this is something I've I've kind of learned too about if you have a question about something specific, go to the person that is an expert in that field. So what's funny is like my family, or not my fa- my wife's family. Um, for some reason, anytime we do outdoor type activities, they come to me for their questions or outdoor related questions. Cause they're like, yeah, Keith, you were in the military and you know how to do hard things and you were in the woods and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, listen, like, I'm, I'm not an expert. Okay. Like I love being in the outdoors, you know, but that doesn't really make me an expert. And so, but they've learned to like YouTube something or ask the, mm-hmm. an outdoorsman or whatever. And, and it makes me think it's like, you know, the, I, like the Lord is qualified to lead our lives. You know, I don't, we go to God for, for like life guiding things, you know, if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. like struggling to put better words to it. But like, I don't go to myself to lead my own life. Like I go to to him because he's the one who made me and purchased me and all of that. He's the master of wisdom. He's the source of everything. And so yeah, that's that's wise. Like going to the right person mm-hmm. with with those questions. You know, the expert in that field. So, yeah. yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think that's just looking back on how that all unfolded. It's amazing. You know, it's something to marvel at. I think uh, a a kid as young as you were to sit and think and process through and then determine. I'm gonna go to this person, that person, the other person. Mm-hmm. Save my questions for this. Oh, that's trivial. Because you did come up with some big words too. I'm like, how in the world is this little kid coming up with these words? <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> yeah. But I, yeah. I had you gave me a dictionary. You literally gave me a dictionary. <laughs> I, I was like, I would be like, Daddy, I don't know what this is. Here's a dictionary. <laughs> and, and, and at the source. Yeah. I think that was um Jimmy. Yeah. Our cousin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was he, super smart. This dude was so smart. Like for like six months, he'd just be using the biggest words. And I felt so dumb. Not that he was trying to make me dumb. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, like, can you use other words? And I'm like, <laughs> can you, can you, can you use dumb this little ones? <laughs> <laughs> words for dummies. And, I'm, and then I asked him. I said, That's what the dictionary is. Words for dummies. That's right. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> and then I asked him, I said, how did you even get to know these pieces, I read the dictionary five times. Jeez, mm, five mm. times. It is a book. I guess you could just read it. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's true. Yeah. It's got words. Yeah, <laughs> he was humble though. 
Okay, let me ask you this. Ask. I'm asking this like it's going to be directed at everyone. What do you think I have mastered? Mm. And so like I'll say what I think y'all have mastered as well. Mm -hmm. So like let me start. I think that, Daddy, you've mastered mercy. Mm. I think that's something like every man needs mercy. Yeah. You know, like if you're if you don't have any mercy, you're a savage. Mm. That's what yeah. I think. You're yeah. a savage. Like mm. you'll eat someone. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you have none, sure. You would eat a human. Mm -hmm. And like that that's proven through history. Mm -hmm. Um Keith, I think that you've mastered the art of planning. Planning? Yeah. It's an art because I don't do it. Yeah. Um I think that like the way I do things is good because mm -hmm. like I I flow. I flow well. But I could use some planning. I could use some more structure. I think yeah. it would help me. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And like that's why I have you in my life. Come on. Cuz you annoy me with your planning. But I'm like <laughs> I'm serious. I like, need more flow. <laughs> yeah, but like and I was I was talking to my brother the other day. And I was like, Taylor, this dude, Keith, like, you got to meet him. He's cool, blah, blah, blah. And I was telling him about you. I was like, but this dude, he's a perfectionist. And I was like, it, I was like he's trying to put me in a box, yo, and I just can't do it. <laughs> but like, yeah. but he said, he smiled. And like, I knew this, but you know, you need to hear it sometimes. He was like, you need him. I was like, yeah. I know. <laughs> like, and I'm not mad that I need you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I think you've definitely mastered the art of planning. You're good at like making a plan or like, I can tell you my ideas because I like coming up with ideas. Yeah. I tell you ideas and you make it like tangible for other people. Yeah, cool. You know what I'm saying? I think you mastered that. I love ideas because ideas is actually something Oops. I suck at. I suck at ideas. Mm -hmm. And uh, none of y'all know this guy, but Jonathan, he he was our pastor's son. And he was over our students and young adults ministry before I came in. And this guy is great at ideas. Mm -hmm. Dude, he will like, he'll just come up with something out of air. And then it's like fun and exciting. And it's like, what? Like, I'm terrible at that. But if that's why I have like you and, you know, the leaders in our young adult ministry mm -hmm. and all of that. And because you all have ideas and like it feeds me. And then I can, like you said, kind of make it tangible for others. Yeah. That's that's the thing that you're good at, though. Like, thanks. Other people can see what you're saying. For me, I can say an idea. I can communicate it well. People can see where it's going, but they won't know how to get there. Yeah. You can say this is how we get there. Yeah, cool. You know, and then as far as you, Daddy, like with the mercy thing, um, I tell people that you're like Jesus. That's the best compliment anyone can get. <laughs> Honestly, um, for the non-Christian listeners, if you find a Christian, you're like, dang, you actually exemplify what it means to be like Jesus. Mm -hmm. Please tell them. Mm. Even if you're a non-Christian, just just tell us because like that, that's the goal for us. Yeah, yeah. And um, whenever pe people have done my dad dirt in front of me like i've watched it and like me and my mom were just as driven like i'll i want to punch <laughs> somebody in the face yeah if my dad would let me i think i would have punched a dozen people in the face over the years right <laughs> yeah. like there's been times where he would be like I, I wish i could show you guys on video but he would put his hand out like you know like when you're trying to stop somebody from uh going out the window and the windshield oh yeah like, like in the car the, you put the arm seat belt <laughs> yeah my dad has done that to me before and been like you need to calm down yeah when it's like but he deserves a punch. <laughs> and like, and, and it was like mercy yeah. overflowed because mm -hmm. like I had, I had every right to, to put hands on somebody and you were like, but that's not the way. Yeah. It's definitely not the way. Yeah. 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 How, where do you think you got that from? Cause well, I would say I used to be like how you were when it comes to wanting to defend myself or cause I had, you know, I'm short five, five, um, Napoleon, 
syndrome, you know, no one's going to tell me nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, I was like that, but as I started reading scripture and following Jesus, like how he was and how he was this innocent man who did no wrong. And, and I always would look at the Cal, the road to Calvary um, and how he was, I don't know why this blows my mind, but like they ripped his beard out. Like, I don't know why that gets me every time. I know he was whipped. He was uh, uh, beaten with a, a, a rod. I mean, all these things that happened to him and he not a mumbling word. Yeah. Like <laughs> he was and, silent and, yeah. before the shear. Yeah. And, and, and I, I just said, God, I want to be like that. Mm-hmm. And, and it was as simple. It was as simple as that. And then over time, the the one percent a day. Yeah, yep. Over time, yeah. it just it just grew in me. It just grew, and and now it's like I, I care more about the other person than myself because that's Jesus. Yeah, that's good. Hmm. What do you think I've mastered? Go ahead, Keith. Man, well, so <laughs> Keyshawn's like a unicorn. So I'm still, I'm still thinking about you. <laughs> I'm like, what do you? Wait, wait, pause. Hold up, sidebar. What do you mean? I'm a unicorn. You, wait, you I are. Need to write that down. You're like a, like a unicorn. You're <laughs> like a rare Pokemon. You're 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 unique. <laughs> you're, oh my gosh. I'm still thinking of a word for you. Um, but Marcus, I haven't known you for too long, mm-hmm. but I've hung out with you enough. I the word I have for you is um, unashamed. You've mastered what it means to not be mm-hmm. ashamed. Mm-hmm. Um, undignified in the best way. In, undignified. Yes, that's a great word. And what really got me to think of that was last two two weeks ago at Young Adults when, when Keyshawn spoke, just watching and listening to you worship, and not just you, but your wife also. Uh, it was amazing. Like, I love how loud y'all are, how... Um, expressive y'all are but it's not it's not because like of a denomination or whatever it's just y'all genuinely love god and you're unashamed about that and um you know i I heard it said once that uh, dignity is not a fruit of the spirit Mm -hmm. and yeah man like you guys were just you didn't care y'all were surrounded by people but you acted like you were just in front of god and it was cool it was cool to watch and other people can look at that and be like oh they're loud and they're you know, it's it's a little disturbing and I'm trying to like worship God and it's distracting, whatever. But nah, man, like that's what we're going to be like in heaven. dude. You, you can't be <laughs> distracted when you're completely and utterly focused. Y- yes. Period. Period. There's no distraction. Yeah. Audience of one. That's w- what changed my life. No, you changed my life. <laughs> Whenever I was young and we were talking about this this topic about just living for the lord focused focused mm-hmm. he used to, my dad used to say that he used to turn to me and say focus and um <laughs> he grabbed me by the neck <laughs> he like like to strangle me yeah and uh squeezed like i didn't he wasn't trying to kill me <laughs> but he squeezed yeah and he was like it's funny because you get so serious like you're such a jolly person but you got so you get so serious sometimes he put his hands around my neck and he was like squeezing like constricting it and he's like squeezing and I'm like starting to not be able to breathe. And he's like, and he's like, you don't care how you look, do you? Mm. You just want to breathe. Dang. And then he let me go and I was like, <gasps> <laughs> yeah, it took me a couple minutes to figure out what he meant. It took me a couple of years I yeah. think, to figure yeah. out what he meant. And like, I get it now. And that, and that's what it's like whenever you guys worship, it's like, 
you're not there's no way i can distract you i could hit you yeah and you would just keep going yeah that's good that's good so i'm a unicorn (laughs) that's not your word okay (laughs) i'm just saying (laughs) that's the reason why i'm I'm struggling to put a word right now i'll I'll get there though okay i'll get there for you what do you think buddy what have i mastered um I got I got lost in, in in the last convert last piece of conversation, but um, I think you've mastered so many different things, but one in particular is the desire to want people to be free, um, and the and the disciple like you have a desire to disciple and to explain like I remember you came back or you didn't come back, but you were telling me at Christ for the uh, Nations um, college that you went to, um, there was a pastor who came and was talking about astrology. Mm-hmm. And it went over so many people's heads and you, you like broke it down to them. And they're like, how did you like, how did you know this? And he's like, I, I don't, I just, I just know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But, but even in that, like you research to make sure you can give people the right answers. Mm-hmm. And I think you've, you've really mastered that. Um, just explaining, like I guess. Te- teaching. Te- yeah. 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 Okay, I got the word now because oh my gosh, Mark, Mark has helped me again. <laughs> so I was going to say study. Mm-hmm. You're really good at studying, but I think it's because of something beyond that. I, I think you've mastered pursuit. Like you, you, you've mastered pursuing like things, pursuing people, pursuing knowledge, wisdom, truth. You're a good pursuer, Keyshawn. Yeah, that's a big word. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of our audience member knows whenever we hear a big word, we take a drink, even if it's just water. <laughs> um, yeah, I appreciate that. I think that's good. I, the reason, so like, let's get down to the reason I ask these questions. The reason I think our audience, I'm going to talk directly to y'all audience. The reason I think you need to know these things about yourself is because a real man is always growing. Mm-hmm. Always. And if you're not growing, you're dying. Mm-hmm. Like that's just, that's just the way life is practically, you know, whenever a tree stops growing, that's when it starts dying. It may mm-hmm. live longer, but it'll start dying. And if you're not growing, then like, let's say we're all trees and you're not producing fruit anymore. Um, the people around you don't get to eat. Mm-hmm. And and that's the purpose of, mm-hmm. of, of life is to bring order into the world through the fruit that you produce. And it's huge to me, like, like you said, daddy, um, that I want people to be free. It's huge to me. It's not small. Like I, I hate being around men that are soft and weak Mm -hmm. and don't know their purpose. I hate it. And I don't hate them. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm hard on them, but I don't hate them. Mm -hmm. I love you Mm -hmm. and I want you to be stronger and I want you to produce. Yeah. Because I believe in you. Mm -hmm. And so audience, I want you guys to, to do this. This is your homework ponder on what is it that you want to master ponder on it and go after it one percent one percent a day Mm -hmm. and the other thing is ask the people around you that really know you what have i mastered and the reason it's good to know that the answer to that question is because i don't just stop pursuing because keith said i've mastered it Mm. i don't say oh i've mastered it yeah i've arrived yeah no i say (laughs) dang i need more Mm -hmm. because that way my son can start where i leave off oh that's good yeah 
yeah can start where i'm at now yeah if the hunger stops then mastering stops let's mm. go yeah yeah and then and then another reason that you need to know like from your friends what you've mastered is because they they see it because they need it yeah if i ask 100 people like what have i mastered they're all probably going to tell me like a few different things because they notice in me because they need it from me hmm. so you can you can affect your community positively and i think that is what a man does yeah what do you guys think so good yeah i i think that's a good challenge for the people um i believe you can do it like don't don't think it's beyond you to master anything cuz you know there's greatness inside of each and every person like mm -hmm. god designed it that way there's a there's a measure of faith that you could grow and believe believe that you can accomplish anything so yeah yeah can't talk about growing without first talking about rooting i was watching a reel the other day i'll keep this short i was watching a reel the other day this guy was planting seeds you can kind of see like a side view of of him bearing the seed in the soil and then there was like a time lapse like multiple days were going mm -hmm. by and the before anything surfaced like broke mm -hmm. through the soil the the roots just got deeper and deeper and deeper and like started spreading out getting horizontal and then it started mm -hmm. uh you know breaking through the soil foundation yeah foundation and it and i was like whoa and i you know we know this stuff about seeds and growing stuff but when you see it it's like whoa it it it, it goes plants go growth happens downward before it goes upward mm -hmm. and so it's like man like that's if you want to grow in something you got to be rooted in something first um, and so for us around this table it's it's jesus it's the bible it's the word mm -hmm. and so you know uh, get find something to root yourself in and grow mm -hmm. from there yeah I, I just wanted to mention too um like keith i haven't known you long but a couple things that i've i can't say you've mastered because I, I don't know you well enough to say that but um i noticed that you you're a producer because you're in leadership position and you give other leaders and like you were telling me earlier, you have a, a program where you, you're bringing in leaders and you're developing them to launch them into ministry, whatever that looks like. And, um, and then I like the fact that you take it very seriously and you watch over the, the program because Kishan, he tells me like, you're very intentional about like what's going to be said, what's going to be done. And that's taking your work seriously. Mm -hmm. Thank yeah. you. And, and, uh, and, and it is a serious work. So that's, that's one thing that I, I noticed. Yeah. You, you have the spirit of excellence, mm. you know, and I think that's something that every, every man needs, you know, I think we all have that, but I wanted to let you know, you got it. Thank you. <laughs> because, um, when I do stuff, I don't half-ass it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like either I'm doing it or I'm not doing it. Men don't do that. Yeah. 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 We're not wishy-washy. We're not halfway. We like yeah. really go for it. All in. But, um, is there anything you guys want to add? We got like one minute. Uh, this, this is good yeah that's very good i learned yeah. a lot today same um so remember guys grow one percent a day one percent that's 300 percent a year Ooh. even if you miss a couple of days if you miss 65 days you still grew a hundred three hundred percent yeah that's wild mm -hmm. um thank you guys for joining the last man podcast Ooh, perspective yeah is that good <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you guys for joining the last man podcast um Please, please, I'm begging you. You're my friends. I know who you are. <laughs> we don't have that many followers yet. <laughs> go go on Instagram at the last man podcast underscore between each word and DM me. 
DM me something that you learned. Mm -hmm. DM me something that you wanted to talk about. Um, comment, like, share, subscribe. You could save someone's life with this information. Yes. You could change their whole world. That's the goal. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I love you all. Be strong and courageous. Mm -hmm. And remember, die on your feet before you live on your knees. Down to the last man. Have a good one. Later.